John 6, 16-21 When evening came, his disciples went to the lake where they got into a boat and set off across the lake to for Capernaum. By now it was dark, and Jesus had not yet joined them. A strong wind was blowing, and the waters grew rough. When they had rowed about three or three and a half miles, they saw Jesus approaching the boat, walking on water, and they were terrified. But Jesus said to them, It is I, don't be afraid. Then they were willing to take him into the boat, and immediately the boat reached the shore where they were heading. Welcome to Debbie DeVries Ministries. Now, last week, we looked at Jesus feeding the 5,000 men, plus women and children, which would be equaling somewhere around 20,000 in all. A miracle happened. Jesus took what a small boy had to offer, which was meager, two fish and five loaves of bread, and turned it into a feast, as much as the crowd wanted to eat with leftovers. Now after this, Jesus told his disciples to get into their boat and go to Capernaum. He withdrew again, it says in verse 15, to a mountain by himself in order to pray. And we see that recorded in the other Gospels. Now it's in Matthew and Mark that we read that Jesus told his disciples to get into the boat. He told them. The disciples are having a rough time getting to where they were told to go. So let me repeat that. They were having a rough time getting to where they were told to go, which was Capernaum. Why? Because the waters grew rough. Jesus sent his disciples across the lake, even though storms were, storm winds were coming, and he knew they were coming. The di- disciples went from the thrill of witnessing great success, feeding about 20,000, to the agony and frustration of great danger, a storm on the sea. Not only was he going to test Jesus, was he going to test their faith, but he was also going to grow their faith. He was going to teach them something they didn't know about him yet. Jesus was about to prove to them his power and authority over all creation. He walked on the water. The waves and the wind could not stop him. He, as well, according to Matthew and Mark, calmed the storm. Now, A number of these men getting into the boat were fishermen. This is not their first rodeo. But the wind and the waves outmatched their skill set. Sometimes, my friends, we are caught in a storm, so to speak, because we have disobeyed God. Jonah actually would be a good example, um, a good example of this. But sometimes the storms come because we have obeyed God. And the question is, is what do we do with that? Now, it's interesting to note that the disciples did not give up in despair. They continued rowing, verse 19 tells us. I would like to point out That in Mark's account, actually Mark 6, verse 48, to be precise, that Jesus tells his disciples from where, sorry, that Jesus sees his disciples from where he sat praying on the mountainside. In other words, he had his eyes on them. Are you in a storm? Is the storm perplexing because to the best of your ability to understand, you have been obedient to God, to his calling and his command to go and trust, and yet the wind and the waves threaten to undo you. Figuratively speaking, where is your Capernaum? Where has he asked you to trust him, not only to get into the boat in the first place, so to speak, but to keep paddling on no matter how hard the forces of nature, people, and life are against you? 
Now, Jesus is on the mountain, and he is praying to God. And as I said, he sees his disciples. He doesn't change. That means he sees you, and he sees me, and he's praying for us. This time, not on a mountain, but as Romans 8 verse 34 tells us, at the right hand of God. And it tells us that he's interceding for us. At precisely the right time, Jesus comes to them, the disciples, walking on the lake, walking on the storm of the sea. He doesn't change. He doesn't change. That means at precisely the right time, Jesus will, in whatever way he decides to show himself to you in your storm, will show up. He will show up. Jesus brought the disciples from stormy waters to calm waters. Jesus brings his disciples to their commanded destinations, destination, and his words relieve their fear. It is I, don't be afraid. Another question. Are those words, it is I, don't be afraid, enough to relieve your fears in the storm of life? Now, although we may greet Jesus with hearts of faith when all is well, does our faith fade when the world attacks us as storms set in? Despite opposing forces, the wind and the wave, Jesus will, he will enable his people to achieve the goals that he, that he, that he has set for them. If it had, if he was told, if he's told you to go to Capernaum and you to get into a boat You will land in Capernaum, of course, figuratively speaking, but if he tells you to, you will. So the question becomes, has Jesus told you to get into a boat, figuratively speaking? Where is he sending you and what is he teaching you? Now, at the very, very minimum, trusting him in every area of your life, from your salvation, big stuff, to your everyday stuff. It's like getting into a boat. Now, sometimes the waters are calm, but sometimes, we all know, storms rage. Now, does the truth of knowing that although Jesus is not on earth in person with us, he sees us, he's with us, and we are not alone, he is walking on the water right beside us, if you will, and the truth of him saying to us, because he doesn't change, it is I do not be afraid in the storm. Does that bring a sense of calm, peace, and trust in the middle of whatever it is that you're going through, whatever the storm may be? Now, if not, Maybe it's a good thing to ponder and pray about because it simply should. Now, I'm not saying for one minute that it's easy because it's not, and it simply isn't. But I am saying that I know it's truth, easy or not. Therefore, I'm actually going to try to discipline myself to focus on this truth, especially when the waters are rocky. How about you? How about you? Now, beyond this, Are you placed where you feel you are being obedient to the call of God? You just know when there's a call. You just know it. What is it? Where is your Capernaum? Have you gotten into your boat at first with excitement because you know that you know your marching marching orders have come from Jesus? I mean, really, what could possibly go wrong? Lots. Because the perplexing waves and winds come along. Have you met resistance? 
Are you straining to do the very thing you feel you are to do? And if so, what are you going to do about it? Now, I'm thinking that although you may want to, giving up is not an option. Would you consider rereading the account of Jesus and his disciples? And would you consider straining ahead, being persistent, working hard, and being determined to reach the commanded destination? Why? Because Jesus is faithful. He will get you there. The destination will be different for each of us. It could be, uh, I don't know, maybe a rough, uh, tough, rough relationship that you know Jesus is asking you to work through, to love the hard to love, to be patient with one who tries your patience, or to give your time to a person, a cause, or a ministry. But in each case, hurdles that have the ability to stop you, discourage you, and frighten you get in your way. Consider keeping on with the paddling, my friends, because Jesus does not change. He sees you. He sees me. And he's praying for us. He wouldn't have told us that if it were not true, because he is truth. He does not lie. Now, the wind and the waves are not by accident. Keep paddling, even though it may be hard for us to get our head around. And it probably is, actually. But even though, look for Jesus. He walks on the storms and he's able to calm them. He will not command you to do something or to go somewhere without providing the means to do so, even in the midst of resistance. Jesus Jesus said to them, to the disciples in verse 20, It is I, do not be afraid. Then they were willing to take him in his boat and the boat reached where they were heading. Whether it's daily living with faith that is unwavering or obedience to where you feel Jesus has called you to go, whatever that looks like, would you consider inviting him into your boat because he is still saying all these years later, it is I, I am with you. Do not be afraid. Paddle on, storm or no storm. Will you trust him? in the midst of wherever he has you because he is with you and he will get you to where you need to be in life, in faith, and in destination. Paddle on, my friends. Paddle on. Amen. Amen.